This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hello and welcome. What time is it? When is it? When is it? Our story begins on a Friday morning. When? Friday morning, to be exact. What is it again? And once again, Friday morning. Don't forget. They like savings time. Spring forward. Lost hour of sleep. Spring forward. Should we or shouldn't we turn the clocks ahead? Daylight saving time begins this Sunday and the clocks will spring forward by one hour. An hour. We don't have an hour. Daylight saving time. It's showtime, baby. And happy motherfucking Friday. You guys that listen to this podcast and listen to our FM radio show that try and trick us by like texting in at like quarter to six. Happy motherfucking Friday. Just hoping that you accidentally say it. Yeah, I know. Isn't that tricky? They're waiting on it. I haven't done it yet. Nope. Won't do it. Nope. You worry me sometimes because you'll be like, happy, and I'm thinking, no, <laughs> fuck, we need this job. <laughs> Imagine that conversation I'd have to have, like, Kat, really. We ask Ironically, you, it would be with Dave. It would be yeah. with Dave, and Dave would go, Kat, you know, you should know. Don't worry, I have an after 9, well, after 9.30 cat and a pre-9.30 cat. It won't happen. Thank you. We uh, we certainly appreciate your attention to detail there and uh, the particulars of not getting us fired, which would be great. Uh, welcome to After 9, everybody. It's Friday, so Dave Blizzard joins us. Dave, you're not in the 60 to 65 demo, are you? You're not getting that AstraZeneca vaccine this weekend. No, not for a while. <laughs> no, I don't qualify. Did, uh, did you guys watch Joe Biden speak last night when he addressed the nation? No, I can't say I did, no. Wasn't on my to do list. I had Grey's Anatomy. I was very busy. I forgot it was on. But America, if what you wanted was no more Donald Trump, you got it. Because it wasn't that long ago that if Donald Trump was going to do a primetime television address, everybody was watching it and breaking it down afterwards. Joe Biden did a speech last night on the one year anniversary of COVID. Nobody's talking about it. And it was a good speech. It's too bad. He said that his, he's got a couple new goals. He wants the vaccines available. To every American by May 1st. May 1st. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is it sounds like they're on the the path to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, That's wild. Is it all just because they can make vaccines or because he's ordering companies to work together and stuff like that? Is that how he's getting it done? Maybe a combo of all of it. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it. They're doing that part right. But let's keep in mind, this isn't they weren't perfect from the beginning here with the whole thing. But the vaccination, they're on point. They're knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Oh, and that's not the only thing, right? I mean, with vaccinations, obviously, we've got to get shots in arms. That's step one. But there's other things that need to fall into place, too. For example, the dating sites have all got to get that option up so that you can put right in your bio that you're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. That's And amazing. that's what they're doing. Who has ever used the word vaccinated in any of their dating profiles yeah. ever? Well, I mean, most of the things you could catch from somebody you uh, hook up with online don't have a vaccination. So (laughs) (laughs) otherwise, I'm pretty sure people would throw that out there like, hey, I am vaccinated against just about every common STD. Uh, What are you guys doing this weekend? Is is there plans? My weekends have honestly just become downtime, like just desperately hoping for downtime. 
I don't plan anything anymore. I don't want to plan anything. I just say, well, whatever the weekend brings me, if it means I'm going to sit on my couch and I'm going to play video games for a day and a half and then realize, oh, my God, I got to go to work tomorrow, um, then I'll do that. Or if it's I got to go and do things, if I got to clean up the backyard, I'll do it. But I, I'm not making plans anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the highlights of my weekend lately. For example, this weekend is that I ordered a custom charcuterie box um, from O'Gray's, a great spot, a great local spot in KW where I am. So I'm looking forward to that on Saturday. And that's pretty much, oh, and the drone show, Bingamans. I'll be checking that out too. And, and that's about that. But uh, for the most part, pretty low key. And I'm all right with that. You can see the drones from your house, can't you? Pretty much. Are you going to like send them the, the 20 bucks or whatever it costs no, to get in? No, of course not. No? You're just going to steal it from your porch? No, my view's not that good. What is this, Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. We are going to go to Netflix in a second. Yeah, we but are. First and foremost, uh, it's ugh, this time of year, man. It, this just, it's so frustrating. This week was gorgeous. I mean, we had, what, 17 degrees the other day. And I thought for a few minutes, okay, this is the weekend. I'm going to get the patio furniture out. It's a little earlier than usual, but that's fine. We've reached spring. And then, bam, it's going to be like fucking minus six overnight tonight. Piss me off. Just can't win it this time of year. Uh, You've experienced quite a few Canadian winter you know slash springs. You know how it works. This, is, this is, shouldn't be a surprise to you. It's not a surprise. As it's the, just, fuck, let's get on with it. We've lazy. been through enough. Yeah, no, it's, it's horrible. This is why we, most people call it like smirch and shit like that, because mm. it's terrible. It's just like, let, let's just get through this month as quick as possible. Might be a good weekend to stay in and watch some Netflix. Just make sure it's your own account. <laughs> Netflix is going to try again, third time, by the way, by my count. To try and get everybody using the service the way they want you to use the service, i.e. you, for your household, take out a subscription, you pay your fee every month, and then you watch all your Bridgerton and shit like that. But a lot of people are sharing passwords with people that don't have a subscription. What? <gasps> oh, blasphemy. <laughs> well, I mean, they made it so easy to do. There was no checks and balances. So now they're going to put in checks and balances and people are a little pissed about it, yeah. like pissed that they can't keep stealing. So it's they're 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 warning. It's just kind of like a warning shot right now. At this point, they're telling people their plan, but they haven't confirmed that they're going to do it everywhere. They're testing it, which means mm. some accounts will have this pop up and some won't. So for those who have had this pop up, you'll get this you'll get this note that you need to verify you're the owner of the account. It reads: If you don't live with the owner of this account, you need your own account to keep watching. But it will send you a code via text message or via email to verify. You can click verify later. If you do that, though, and you never end up entering a proper code, it'll shut you out completely and you're asked to create a new account. That, okay, but so there's ways around it. Let's all keep in mind. I mean, someone texted this morning when we were talking about this saying, well, why can't we just share an email address then? If you're going to go by email address, then we all just share an email address. When a verification code pops up for you, you know it's yours. You do click it and you're done. Isn't Amazon onto something? I feel like Amazon does it right. You register the TV that you're watching it on. Isn't that a good compromise? And I'll tell you why I'm asking, because I have a somewhat unique situation and I would be affected by this. I have a Netflix account I have for years and my daughter lives in British Columbia. My son lives in the States and, and we're all a family. We all have an account as we always have, but they moved away to school. They should still be able to use my no. account. No, see, like you're no, no that's not how they it should works. be able you, to. No, you're in. You're not in. The, don't get me wrong. I my mom uses my account and we don't live in the same house. Sinner. You're supposed to live in the same house as the person. That's the point of it. 
So if you have your is on three t- television sets, can have your Netflix or devices of any kind can be on Netflix at once. That's it. That's all. But it should be in the same house. That's how it's supposed to be set up. But that's just how nobody does it. But they're my kids. No, it doesn't fucking matter. It's my mom. Like, it doesn't matter. That's, oh, it's my friend's daughter's sheepdog that watches their fucking shows. It doesn't matter. But I'm not doing anything illegal. They're only away 10 months a year. Then they come back in the summertime and we're good. Tell them to spend their own fucking money. Grow up. Kat, have you ever tried telling a kid, spend your own fucking money? Because the first thing they do is come to you and say, can I have some money? Can I have some money? (laughs) (laughs) Great. Do you have any? Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's, uh, I think that that's kind of bullshit, but that's why I like what Amazon does. Amazon, you log into your account on a new TV. It sends a code to your phone. You say, yep, this is me. That's my TV. I want to watch it. That would solve this problem. Yeah, they Netflix may have is making to, it harder than it needs to be. They may have to go that route, honestly, uh, if they are going to seriously try to crack down on this. But there's the problem with one person pays the account and then five other people are using it. Yeah. Four other or however many you pay for. Because remember, they, they introduced that pricing where you could pay for multiple screens. It's a nominal increase. It's not even a big deal at all. But. Nobody's sharing. It's not like, you know, our family members are sending us money for the for the account. Does your mom give you four bucks a month? No, I don't. I wouldn't ask my mom for money for it. You should. You should yeah. demand money for it. <laughs> Wait till the end of the year and say, you owe me 36 bucks, bitch. No, no. <laughs> Do this. Trust me, I owe her way more if you want to play that game. That's my mom. But uh, I think everybody, but every, I, I don't want to say everybody, but most people do this. So it might end up impacting a lot of people, but they're very careful. You could tell they're walking on eggshells here because they don't want to scare you away. There's competition, right? You got all the other streaming services. Name them. I mean, you named one Amazon. There's Crave. There's whatever. In the States, it's even worse. Don't forget. They've got Peacock and HBO Max. We don't have that yet. So there's so many choices. They're, they've got to be careful. They're one of the ones running the game right now. They don't want to make it so that they aren't, they are no longer running the game, right? So if they scare you away with this, then they end up losing money and it's all for nothing. Like maybe they should just keep it so that, okay, we know there's loopholes. We know that we probably lose several millions, but really it's nothing compared to what we're actually making off of these accounts. Do you think somebody would not get an account if they couldn't share their password? Or do you think they'd be like, oh, sucks to suck. Get your own password then. Get your own account. I think you have to stop raising the fees so high if you're going to do something like that. Because yeah, I think the Start reason- paying some taxes in Canada, you fuckers. <laughs> do they not pay anything? I don't think they do. Dave, how does that work? You're usually in on those regulatory type discussions. So there is a lot of conversation about what happens with these content creators. And, and Let's do they talk s- about it because I don't think people yeah. really know. Like We kind of have, an, have a decent amount of knowledge on it just because for what we do for a living. But I don't mm-hmm. think people really understand how the content works. Well, okay. So I'll try to do a very basic exp- explanation of it. So uh, Canadian content creators are required to uh, have a certain amount of Canadian content or pay certain taxes for doing things in certain areas. Now, a lot of foreign companies and uh, movie production companies in particular will film in Canada because it's cheaper because of the, the, the value of the dollar is one thing. But then on top of it, it's also the taxes that they have to pay. Um, so when somebody like Netflix comes in and they, they lease Canadian content, let's say a Canadian show like, um, I don't know, like uh, something from Food Network Canada, right? Just take something from there. Right. Chopped Canada, let's sure. say. Right? So if Netflix Chopped is says, an underrated show. It's, it's good very, show. very good. It's a good show. I like it. But let's say that they say, well, we're going to take that and we're going to put it on Netflix. There's different, um, different amounts of money they pay for the content and also the space to be able to broadcast in the country. So the rules and regulations for Canadian broadcasters is very different than, say, Netflix coming in. So they don't, it's not a level playing field. Um, again, that's, I don't want to get too deep into the details of it, but essentially what's being said now is it's not fair. 
mm-hmm. that they can come in. They can demand time from people and not be required to follow the same set of circumstances that right. uh, a Canadian provider or a Canadian production company would have to follow. So mm-hmm. they're trying to level the playing field a little bit and say, well, if you're going to play here, you should be playing fair. Right. Know, this is- there's not a requirement to carry certain content or to put back into production of Canadian content and things like that. So they've done it on their own to say, well, we're going to throw a few bucks in here and we're going to throw a few bucks there. But they've never really been regulated to Nothing do it. Nothing regulated yeah. yet. Okay. And it's frustrating because this is just the digital version of an argument that's been happening for a long time. For example, we work in radio and, and people pointed out and they were quite right to point out that in Toronto, for example, all the Canadian broadcasters have to play by a certain set of rules. The Canadian rules, including that about roughly 35 percent of your playlist has to be Canadian artists. But right across the lake is a whole bunch of American stations that come into Toronto that don't have to play by the same rules. So that's in the air. Not a lot we can do about it. We can control what Internet services come into our country. And and to be honest with you, it is kind of unfair that they can come in here and basically do things however they want. Whereas the Canadian ones have got the I don't want to say it's handcuffs because you're not handcuffed in playing Canadian content. But I mean, we have to do certain things that they don't have to do. Well, and there's yeah. smaller rules. And again, I don't know how deep we want to go into that, but there's little rules involved in that. It's not just like, oh, okay, so you play like a bunch of Canadian artists. It goes deeper than that. No, not all Canadian artists actually count as CanCon, which might be mind-blowing to some people because a yeah. lot of yeah. people just assume you're playing The weekend or you're playing uh, Justin Bieber. No, actually, those don't qualify because you have to fit a certain minimal requirement, and they don't in, some, in a lot of cases. Yeah, I think most people would be surprised to find out that a lot of Canadian artists, like Canadian-born artists that are here right now in Ontario don't count as Canadian content. I mean, that's kind of bizarre to me. I don't think we need to have a discussion on that today, but it is kind of frustrating the way things go. Um, Justin Bieber is very, very Canadian, but he's not Canadian. It depends because, on where he produces his music. Depends on who was also writing he hasn't the lyrics. Done, yeah, exactly. It depends on so many things, so many factors, in fact, that like basically none of his songs except for one can, are counted, counted as Canadian content. It's silly. It's crazy. When it's silly. It. It's yeah. silly is what it is. But hopefully that'll change. We're all hoping for it that those of us who work in radio anyway. <laughs> I think if you love the Toronto Maple Leafs as much as Justin Bieber does, everything he does should be Canadian no matter what. You're darn right. No matter what. Uh, yes. I concur. By the way, <laughs> Bieber probably went completely nuts when Austin Matthews scored that game winning goal. Last I think night. <laughs> the reason why that happened is because he had that chat with Justin Bieber. You think Bieber's his his new hockey muse? Yeah, yeah. His inspiration to I, continue? I think he thinks about him before he scores the goals. And he goes, yeah, buddy, I know you're watching. And he was, and he was watching. So as he's skating down the ice and he's deking out defensemen, he's thinking, and I was like, baby, <laughs> Oh, scores! Like, is that what's going through his head? Basically. Is he on the bench? The way you hold me, hold me, hold yeah. me. <laughs> is that what's happening here? Basically. It's a very sweet bromance. Hey, if it's working, it's working, man. I'm not going to knock it one bit. It's funny. I think most people, if they were uh, walking around their giant palace and, and they had Haley Bieber right there sitting on the other couch talking to you and totally in love with you, they'd be pretty happy. Bieber's thinking about Matthews the mm-hmm. whole time. <laughs> you nailed it. 100%. He's dreaming about that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, Haley, what do you think Austin's doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> do I look as handsome as Austin, though? <laughs> Tell me I'm as handsome as him. Should I go back the mustache? 
<laughs> Haley, uh, Austin wants me to grow the mustache back. You're going to be okay with that because that's what Austin wants. Yeah. Also kind of cool, though, for Bieber to be able to reach out to his favorite athlete anytime. And be like, yeah, let's get on Instagram. Let's so just cool. Yeah, how how cool would that be if like, that was your – because you know, so many people around the world, right? And, and we talked about this before. I think it was on radio before we talked about it on the podcast yesterday with myself and Scott. But when you have – when you are Justin Bieber, I mean, arguably one of the most famous people in the whole wide world, but all you really want is a little attention from an Austin Matthews or right. anyone on the team, really, a, a Marner to say hey to you. That makes your life. Like, I think that's kind of neat. Well, his bedroom was covered, you know, top to bottom yeah. in Toronto Maple Leaf, everything. That's right. If you could put a Leafs logo on it, he had it. Yep. And that, it's kind of nice that he yeah. still has that connection to it. Yeah. I mean, whether you're a Leaf fan or not, it's just kind of nice that he can still... Have that little piece of home, if you will. Yeah, and he has okay. the power to call them and be like, let's shoot some pucks around in the summertime. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. It was a very different Toronto Maple Leafs team, though, that he was cheering on back in the day when he had those posters up there. Like, he didn't grow up watching Austin Matthews score all these game-winning goals. He was watching, like, fucking Colby Armstrong and... Tyler Bozak in there. Fair point. Yeah, but now he's the same Thomas age. Thomas Caberle. But now he's the same age as the Leafs. So that's kind of cool, right? Now he's got a little sure. more in common with them. Your fandom Imagine, doesn't go away at, at any age. Right? No. Justin Bieber, who gets asked for more autographs probably than most of the people on the planet, is probably just dying to get Mitch Marner to sign a stick for him. But like, I, that, and that would just do, make his day. I think that's charming. I think that it that's, is. It, because that still matters to him, I think that that's really cool. That is I cool. like that a it lot. makes him seem more down to earth. Is that why? It kind of just makes you feel like, oh, okay, he's a real person too. Right? I think so. Well, can I tell you a, a side story of this? And, and uh, it was a hockey player um, became friendly with and uh, was at his place one day and are you not going to say who it was? Should I say? I mean, I know who it was. So it's Doug Gilmore. Oh, he's so the best. Yeah. Made friends with Doug. He's great. Doug is an amazing guy. I, yeah. lo- I love that. I spent a day at Disney World with Doug Gilmore. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's amazing. So anyway, I love that the little things still mattered. Really beautiful place. Wife's amazing. She's such a nice lady. Everybody's awesome there. And uh, we're sitting in the backyard. He's like, hey, want to see something cool? And I go, sure. So we walk over and he points down into his pool and he had, uh, it was, I, I want to say it was blue. The pool was blue tiles. And in the bottom, he had whoever made the pool for him put in 93 in white in, on the bottom of the pool. Yeah. He's like, pretty cool, huh? That was his number. And he was That's just, cool. I liked that he still was like, hey, isn't this, isn't this kind of awesome? He was fanning over his accomplishments almost. Well, too. not even that, but just sort of like, hey, isn't it really cool that I have my number like in my pool? And, I, and, I, and it wasn't a bragging thing. It was just like, hey, check that out. And I was like, oh, that's, that's actually kind of awesome. And, and it was, cool. I just yeah. loved that that was a, like a small thing that still yeah. made him happy. He wasn't jaded by, it, he, uh, by the game or the fame or anything that came with it. It was still down to earth kind of, hey, check out. This is just kind of awesome, isn't it? And he was so proud of it. I, and I was that. like, that's, that's really that's cool. cool. Yeah. That was really, really cool. I so like I like that. that Bieber it does that too. You know, his yeah. fandom for the Leafs. It, it's, it's, a, it's a nice trait to have to still be a fan of something and not be jaded by your own success. We all encompass that, that you are all encompassing basically to yourself. Like it, you are everything. It, it's not that way. So that's kind of cool. Cause yeah. there are some people I think that do live that life. That yeah, they're just in the imp- bubble of themselves. Oh, nothing impresses me them about anymore. Me and it's yeah. all about me and yeah. Ego gets in the way and yeah, that's cool to see. I like it guys. We're doing something this weekend. Hopefully for the last time, the clocks go ahead one hour before bed on Saturday night, it is the return to daylight savings time. And and I know right now some of you are thinking, no, it's not. We voted that out last year. We did, but what a lot of people don't realize is that there was an asterisk on it in that we would only ditch daylight savings time if Quebec and New York State agreed to go along with it. 
and they haven't agreed to go along with it yet. My question to you is, why are we still screwing around with this? Should we just go first and then sort of force Quebec and, and New York to do it? Like, if we go, they kind of have to. New York, not necessarily, but Quebec, definitely. Yeah. Why don't we just get rid of daylight savings? Why is this all contingent on other people? I, I mean, I'm all for it, but I, I also don't do business with or, or have it impact me personally if New York doesn't have the same time change or Quebec does. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Could you imagine half the time? You can't even figure out what time it is in your zone. You know, <laughs> but true. you got to figure out, okay, Quebec, are they ahead an hour now? Are they behind yeah. an hour? I don't what know what the hell's going on. Call Montreal and it's a different yes. time of day. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. So because I don't have any personal connection to it, I'm all for it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go here. But I know there's going to be some people who say that's going to complicate things for me personally because whatever reason. Well, if you live super close to the central time zone, you got, you, you know, the eastern time zone, central time zone, it, you could live like, you know, 20 minutes away from True. a different time of day, which is which, it's it's odd. Weird. Yeah. It's weird. And I don't know if you've ever traveled before and had that. I have before where I've traveled to yeah. different places and literally it was a bus ride away where it's like, no, to change your clocks. That's not the time here. And you're going, okay, what? It's weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. But I think only if you're doing those kind of trips on a daily or even weekly or monthly basis, maybe it'd be annoying to you. But otherwise, who cares? Let's do this thing. How many items do you have left that you have to manually change the time on? Uh, uh, I've got this. You're like thinking Uh about it this morning pissed me off because I've got this massive, like oversized clock, like tick, tick, tick clock. That, oh, one of those tick, 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 tick clocks, tick, tick right? Ones. A you tick, tick fist, clock, a tick, tick yeah. one. So you got to change it, and you got to take it off the wall. But it's a big pain in the ass to put it back on the wall again after you're done. So yes, I do have one. That's the only one that's actually irritating, and the rest I think change change themselves, except for the microwave, which is a very easy one to do. Neither of my vehicles changes the clock automatically because they're both older. So I've got to change the ones in my car, and they're a pain in the ass. Uh, the microwave is easy; it's just annoying. Yeah, it's like. Easy. Why can't it just fix itself? Like, shit. And then still, yeah, I got a lot of clocks to change. But anyway, that's not the point. Uh, If we did go it alone and say, you know what? We're not waiting for New York or Quebec. This is the right thing to do. We're going to go 100% Eastern Standard Time. No more daylight savings. Imagine when you're going to like a Bills game or something like that. You cross the border and then you've lost an hour as soon as you go over. That's what I'm saying. Like, it. I know as soon as you go across it. the bridge. Yeah, and I know people live in the like the eastern to central time zone. They like they're very it, close to yeah. it. I know they do it all the time, but I don't know that I can handle it. <laughs> It'd just be so weird for me. It would take some yeah. time, I think, to get you. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Got an interesting text message this morning to our FM radio show, and it has to do with grooming and manscaping. 61% of men say they have cut their junk while they were shaving their balls. And uh, the majority of them say it scarred them, like not just physical scar, like it mentally scarred them. Like they just couldn't handle the trauma of a nick on their dick. They just couldn't handle it. We got a bleeder. So the theory was from the person who texted in, I wish I had their name, is that before you get into the manscaping, before you say for the first time, yeah. She doesn't like all that hair down there, so I guess I better better clean it up. You should practice 
on a hot dog. Really? Is that? That has never occurred to me. When you're a little that... child, you had the Play-Doh, the, you, 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 the, the Play-Doh would come out of the face, you'd have to shave it. Remember that? Ah. Uh... That was practicing you. That was practicing for you. Do, is this really the same thing? I mean, okay, so what are we talking about that's getting nicked here? Because not a lot of people shave the actual dick. I mean, we're talking about in and around it and the balls, right? Normally, you would shave your balls because that's where there would be hair that you would want. And that's a sensitive area. Sure. But particularly the base of the penis, there can be hair around there. And you want to get rid of that, too. So, I mean, it could be right where the dick oh, okay. meets the balls. Okay. It's about the canvas, right? The canvas is, if it, you know, <laughs> trying, to, trying to visualize this be an interesting it. analogy. Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah. keep going. This is great. Well, keep going. You want a visual space, right? And and sometimes if, if there's a if there's a collection of growth, then uh, the canvas doesn't look so big. So you practicing know? on a wiener oh. makes things a little smaller. Do right. you take the wiener into the bathroom to practice or you just practice right in the kitchen? Well, like standing at the kitchen, you get the door <laughs> you open. You take a razor to the kitchen or do you? Take the wiener into the bathroom. I'm not sure which one is weirder to walk into. Yeah, right. So you walk into your kitchen and you see your man with a potato peeler or something like that, shaving, <laughs> shaving a hot dog, standing with the door open of the refrigerator. Or you walk into the bathroom and you see him with a hot dog. Or even Do- seeing him walk into the bathroom with a fucking wiener. That's, that's, I got questions. Yeah, because it's almost what like. What the fuck is going on here? Especially, yeah, that's supposed to be a girl thing. Well, here's where it gets weird. Hey, that's my thing, you asshole. <laughs> here's where it gets weird. Stop hogging all the fucking hot dogs. I need some too. You walk out of the bathroom without the hot dog. It's gone. Oh, so yeah. There's going to be a lot of questions. Uh huh. So what? Uh, you're either what's going. Doing? To, you're either going to the ER or you're calling the plumber. I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> Could be either way. <laughs> well, I was so embarrassed that I was shaving a fucking wiener, so I tried to, tried to flush down the toilet, sweetie. And you know, because guys are a. a let's be honest. We're we're shallow too. You know, and we're vain, and and we're not buying. You know, like the Maple Lodge chicken wieners, the little tiny ones to practice on. No, no, no. You're going to go get the, the, the Frankfurters. Oh, yeah. Here we go. The <laughs> Oktoberfest sausage. sausages. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you practice with something that's not, you know, anatomical? It's got to be realistic. Correct. Yeah, my dick is wrapped just like this sausages. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> Why are you bringing the garden hose in the bathroom? Oh, you know. It's For just, what a dumb suggestion. What Shave a hot dog? suggestion? What I do mean, you do? Put like shaving cream on it and yeah, then shave it like, down? There's so many yeah. questions. So exactly. You you put the you shaving cream. You lather up the wiener. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You get it nice and soft, and then you fucking stroke away the, the shaving cream, okay. and then the hair's gone, too. Look. Dave's right, though. There's a lot of guys uh, who, who manscape specifically because it makes their dick look bigger. Because when it's hairy, it gets hidden in there. You don't really know where the hair ends and the dick begins. <laughs> it can be like finding a needle in the haystack, and that's not what you're hoping for. Right. It's you're like, absolutely I, right. I know it's in here somewhere. Why don't you try that this weekend, Kat? Grab a pack of hot dogs and some shaving cream and you Why see if you can shave it. Why do I need to fucking it. shave it? I'm not shaving a wiener. I'm you not You don't doing understand what weekend. it's like. You don't know what it's like to try and shave. I know you girls think, oh, gosh, okay. uh, look at our shaving. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. it's, it's really not that okay. fucking hard. Most of it's smooth. Try shaving balls. Like, that's not exactly an easy feat. You've got to be fucking Houdini to do it without fucking cutting yourself. babies, man. You fucking babies. Don't you call me a fucking baby. Fucking Listen, baby. this it's not easy. If I go ahead and ask your husband, eh, can I try? And he'll probably tell you, get the fuck out of here. You're not trying that. You got to be skilled at doing this shit. God, I didn't even want my wife to cut my hair during the <laughs> yeah. pandemic. I couldn't imagine asking her to give me a, a, a nick hey. and a trim. <laughs> and newsflash. What you doing tonight? Guess what you're doing now? <laughs> can you get those little trimming scissors? 
You just lay a towel on the floor and stand right in front of it. Like, let's go. Oh. Straddle the towel. Yeah, that's an. In- like, what the fuck is happening around that's here? It's an intimate thing. I don't want to ever get into. <laughs> you know how they say it's nice to keep some things private. That's one of that's them. That's one of them. Okay. And if you have, let me just say hey, this: that if, might bring you closer together, though. You really never know. If you are going to try this this weekend, if you're going to give it a shot, if you're thinking, yeah, you know what, maybe I should grab a hot dog. Just do everyone a favor. If you are going to go do it in the privacy of your bathroom, lock the door. Lock because the door. Let's just say you got kids. And a kid Ooh. walks in, you are going to be paying for therapy bills for the next 45 years. Nobody needs to see that. Yeah. A kid walking into that. I think I've told this story one time. I was being babysat. Uh, when I was a kid, I was homesick. And I went into the bathroom to, to be sick. And I didn't realize that the, that the dad was home or whoever was watching me. And he was standing at the toilet. And he had his pants down to his ankles. That's wrong. Peeing. And I walked in and I'm like, well, that's not a thing I ever needed to see and then I you think, really had to barf. I really threw up yeah. yeah but that i still to this day remember that it happened to me when i was like that's six n- years old yeah that's not okay and i'm like well that's an interesting way to go about this yeah like i've never thought to pull the trousers pull the, the underwear right down to your ankles like it's more of a flip out maybe he was also ahead. trimming at the same time did you stop to check if he was sh- trimming no, away no no because i mean i walk in and I'm, I'm a child i'm you know six years old and i'm, I'm eye height to to oh, cheeks you right? right there so i'm like mm, i don't need to see if you're trying to trim a chia pet here i don't know what you're trying to do that on the flip horrible. side yeah. but yeah it stuck with me forever so just remember if you are going to test it out this weekend just remember lock the door there's adults that as adults still do that in public restrooms pants to the ankles pants to the ankles yeah i saw it at scotiabank arena during a concert one of the last concerts I went to, there was a guy and he had his pants full blown all the way down, standing at the urinal, taking a piss. It just the whole thing still weirds me out. And I, I know we've briefly talked. About, it weirds me out. The whole thing, the whole thing, though, that you guys just piss in front of each other, basically. And I know you don't know. There's rules to it, right? You're separated. There's little barriers. Like, I don't wow. get it. Like, it's so foreign to women who are in their own nice little t- stall tucked in there. Worst case, we've got like a door that kind of raises a bit so you can see like our knee down. Please. Yeah, it's no. It's fucking weird. You're so. You wrong, girls Dad. are practically knitting each other's sweaters in there. You have conversations like we're having right yeah, now. Yeah, we in go the deep in bathroom. conversation, but we don't like whip out our bits and pe- well, sometimes it depends on the situation, but we don't really we don't ha- piss in front of each other. A woman's bathroom in a public place, a bar, yeah. a nightclub, a restaurant. They're awful, gross. And you know it. Oh, you know it. I'm not saying they're not, though. That's not the argument. My argument is that you guys just piss in front of each other, and it's fucking weird. That's all. It's just foreign to me that you're just like, it's a barrier, and if you have to, you stand directly beside another person yeah. with urine coming out of their body, like like less than a foot away from you. It's fucking weird to me. Yeah, go to a Bills game when you're standing around the trough. No, yeah, thanks. Like, it's great, Kat. I, You've told me horror stories that I will never forget. Yeah. When the guy was... The guy pissed outside once, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just outside just the door. Standing in line. He's like, oh, I can't wait. And he just decided that this like, is just going to go right here. Fuck, it's gross. Yeah. I don't know what you think goes on, but it's not like we're holding each other's dicks. Like, it's not like you're, you you, you don't even look. I don't you know that. Look, you look forward and you read whatever is on the poster above the urinal. That's all you do. It's awkward, Some the Some of the more classy thing. establishments, though, will put the Toronto Sun up on the wall so you can actually learn while you're, you're peeing. Did a crossword while... While standing there one day, I'm like, oh, look at that. <laughs> I had one hand free, so I decided to do the crossword. Hey, check it out. Steve Simmons had comments about sports. Let's read those. While We've I'm got, here. Uh, I'll tell you this quick story. We we have advertisements, too, you know, on the back of the stall doors. Do you really? Yeah. 
We do. And I remember once Scott and I were, we were hosting a club gig together. It was usually Scott at my apartment. You might remember this, Scott, because I oh, think yeah. I told you, although we were both very inebriated. But I, I went to go sit down to pee, inebriated at this party that we were co-hosting together. And I sit down and I look up and it's Scott's fucking face right in my yeah. face. Because it was a poster, was a poster oh. for the live to air from the radio. And, and from then on, I'm like, fuck's sake. Like, I don't need this, this to happen to me right now. Was it like I was watching you? So, yeah. <laughs> Pulled my skirt up a little bit tighter, to, a little bit tighter just to make sure. Quick wipe without doing any other movements. Quick and is pull up. It one of those posters where you make eye contact and no matter where you move, it's still looking at you. Your eyes like, were still oh following. God, it's, still it's fucking weird. It's like when you have a dream about someone and you see them the next day. Like, Scott, you were in the fucking bathroom. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I'm like, your face is right there. It's fucking weird. <laughs> and then I think you got excited about the fact that many girls have seen you. Yeah. <laughs> While well, they're sitting be- down in a vulnerable state. Oh. He- hear me out. Think about this. This could be a good marketing scheme for the After 9 podcast. Whereas some would take out like billboards or something. We could just have a whole bunch of bathroom stalls with my face in the girls' bathroom and your face in the men's bathroom and just a caption underneath that says, don't forget to wipe. Listen to After 9. Yeah, I like that. I we see. don't even need to pay for that advertising. I'll just go into the places and tape it up. Just start putting posters up by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Chorus Entertainment will have no problem with that, right? No, they're, no, they're perfectly no, fine no, with that. No, no, yeah. no. Better to be pissed off than pissed on. <laughs> after 9, Scott Cat. <laughs> We're totally using that. Uh, (laughs) Quickly here, there's a couple over in Ukraine that have had so many fights over the years and they've broken up and they're on again, off again, on again, off again. They decided we're not breaking up. We just got to figure out a way to solve our problems. So back on Valentine's Day, they handcuffed themselves together and the commitment was we're staying handcuffed together for three months. We will figure out a way to make this work. So now almost exactly a month in. They say they've had a few fights, but they're still together. Does anybody have a problem with this? Handcuffing yourself to your partner to try and resolve a dispute? Uh, I think I, it's kind of dumb. I couldn't do it. But here's the you thing. You don't see any positives in this? Like when you're forced to be together, no. you find a way to coexist together. It totally depends on how you uh, resolve conflict. Sometimes yeah. people need to walk away. They need some time alone to sort of come down and, and then have a reasonable conversation. Others say we're not leaving this room until we figure it out. How's, here's, here's my question, though, because it sounds to me like what you're saying is they were both kind of they're the more the stubborn type that that wants to just leave. Right. That mm-hmm. wants to get out and leave. So you have a fight. If you're both the stubborn type that just doesn't want to talk to one another, you could go days without talking to each other. That's probably not healthy. So what is the best way for two people who are both that type of personality if they're both not reasonable enough to be like, let's sit down and discuss this or let's give each other this much time? Some people are so angry, they literally will leave and like not come back or not or just give the person the cold shoulder and the other person's like, well, fuck you then. I'm not talking to you. And they'll go like forever without talking. So I don't think those that, those kind of personalities, I don't know how they end up together or stay together personally, but physically handcuffed. You're to the point where you have to fit. You're like, you know what's going to work? If I physically force myself to be near you, then maybe I can stand you for long enough to resolve this. So let's just lock ourselves together. Like if you're at that point in your relationship, no, say goodbye, man. Get the axe to that handcuffs. Go your separate ways for good. I was going to say, My what are you cutting off with the, with the axe? I'm glad yeah. you said the handcuffs. <laughs> the handcuffs. <laughs> Shop that. 
That's Isn't my it- opinion anyway. I don't see how two people who are that stubborn that they physically have to force themselves to be together for that long can actually be happy in a relationship. It reminds me of Rapini. I didn't like Rapini, but I kept getting forced to eat it. And now I love it. <laughs> There's a word for that. There's a word for that, isn't that? When like a captor has you for so long, and then you fall in it's love with Stockholm them. Syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, you've got <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome for food. Congrats. They've got two months to go. They say so far so good. They have had fights, but everything is going well. Uh-huh. Until he tries to manscape, and then the whole thing's going yeah. out the fucking Are window. Are you shaving a fucking wiener right now? Where'd you get no, no, maybe dog? I'm practicing. I'm practicing. I, I didn't even know we had hot dogs. Look away. Look away. <laughs> Ultimately, this is for you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We hope you have an exceptional weekend. Set your clocks ahead, hopefully for the last time, and we will catch you right back here on Monday. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.